Allow me to lace these lyrical dishes in your bushes. Uh, Who rock grooves and make moves with all the mommies? The, the back, back of the club, club. sipping my wet is where you find me. What? The back of the club, macking holes, my crew's behind me. Uh, Mad question asking, blunt passing, music lasting. But I just can't quit because one of these honeys Biggie got to creep with, sleep with, keep the epic secret. Why not? Why blow up my spot? Cause we both got hot. Now check it. I got more Mac than Craig and in the bed. Believe me, sweetie, I got enough to feed the needy. No need to be greedy. I got mad friends with Benzes. See notes by the layers. True fucking players. Jump in the Rover and come over. Tell your friends jump in the GS3. I got the chronic by the tree. Throw your hands in the air if you're a true player. I love it when you call me Big Pop. To the honeys getting money, playing niggas like dummies. Uh. I love it when you call me Big Pop. You got a gun up in your waist, please don't shoot up the place. Cause I see some ladies tonight that should be having my baby. Uh, baby. Yo, yo, what up, Fat Leads? How you doing? This is episode 10 of the Fat Boy Jiu Jitsu podcast, and I'm Fat Boy. Uh, Twitter is at Fatboy Jiu-Jitsu and, oh, motherfucker. My bad, guys. I thought I had that uh, turned off. Well, on that note, I guess it's going to sound like I've been apologizing a lot on this podcast because I, um, episode nine, it was a great podcast and I kind of screwed it up. Um, obviously, if you heard it, my um, the audio portion on my end was reverbed uh for some reason the my old mixer that i kind of said i was going to take as a travel mixer has a built-in effects processor and apparently in the move or in the process of taking it over there i forgot to check it so my audio sounded like i was uh talking from a bathroom and i promise i wasn't but if i was that kind of be kind of weird that you didn't hear a um <laughs> So, and in the midst of releasing that podcast, I was in the process of switching my podcasting host from one podcast host to another. And I was assured that we shouldn't have any issues. And because I kind of, I've, I've been trying to do this for a while. Um, and it's more just for analytics to see, you know, where downloads are coming from, just to see, you know, just want, I want to know. And, um, but big shout out to Japan. I got a lot of fans in Japan or at least a lot of people in Japan, uh, downloading. So Konnichiwa and my folks out in England, I see you. Thank you very much for supporting the podcast. So yeah, I was in, I was trying to, and then I wanted to, excuse me, I wanted to release the podcast prior to having everything switched over or I actually had a timeline and I said, well, I, I want to, you know, do the podcast every week. So that's Monday, Tuesday, uploading it. So you guys can have it for Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or, you know, the later part of the week. So I kind of had it. Oh, well, um, obviously I, I, I record, I recorded that podcast 
you know, I pre-recorded the audio conversation with uh, Kaylee, and then I just did my intro afterwards. Um, and I, I was gonna do it in, like, in Orlando, but uh, I wanted to come home. We uh, we had been there for several days, and we're not. It's not our house. We're we're staying with family, so it's it gets kind of cramped. And as much as I love family, it's like sometimes, yo too much time out we gotta go we gotta separate and i don't know if it's like like don't get me wrong i love my family i love them to death to the fact that you know i'm moving back to orlando because i want to be close to them and and i need to be close to them i didn't realize how much they meant or how big of a port you know part of my life they are until i left so you know that this move to to fort myers it was um it was an experiment, uh, you know, and I know I touched on this before, but so, yeah, I miss my family, but sometimes it's, it's different when you live in the same city and then when you're living with them. Um, like I said, I love them, but uh, you have to, uh, at some point, like, hey, time out. It's, we, we need to separate a little bit. We're, we like to push each other's buttons and... I'm kind of an asshole, so when I get, I can let some slide, 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 and then I like to drop the nuke. I don't, I'm American. So, it's like, okay, you can fuck with me, and then when I fuck with you, it's gonna be big, and a lot of people can handle it. And I'm kind of laughing about it, but it, it has... As a as a person, kind of fucked up a couple of friendships of mine, but in hindsight, I mean that's who I am, and and my really deepest friend, like my best friends, um, we're, I'm exact. They're exactly like me, and we fuck with each other hardcore to the point where some of our wives are like, "How the? How, why are you guys even friends?" Oh, and somebody had asked me if or why. My Twitter handle and my Instagram handle are completely different. Obviously, one's fat. Uh, Twitter is at Fatboy Jujitsu, and for Instagram, it's at for Fatboy BJJ. Well, I learned while starting Fatboy Jujitsu that not only should you buy up domains um, prior to anything. The moment you have the idea, you need to buy the domain. Because people are fucking scumbags. And I learned that if you make a page on Facebook or you start filing paperwork to um, start a company, uh, they like to buy up domains and try to sell them to you. Because they were there first and they plant their flag. And those guys can kind of go fuck themselves because I'll just wait them out. If they want to spend $20 a year to keep a, or you know, $19 or $9 a year to keep a domain just so I don't have it, all right. So, my advice to you guys if you guys plan on starting something before you do a Facebook page, a Twitter, anything, make sure. You buy up the domain because it will get bought up.
So, as you guys probably can probably tell from the last two intros, I've been on a huge biggie kick. And every time I'm in the car now with my son, I'm, I'm putting, I'm getting on Amazon and putting a biggie, uh, biggie clean. And we're just rocking out to biggie. And so, we've been kind of like the kid from Hardball, just playing biggie all day, every day. And, um... I wanted to actually start the podcast off today with Eminem Rap God, but that song, I don't, it's a, it's a disrespect to that song to cut it between verses, and I don't kind of know how the, uh, the whole copyright stuff works with uh, podcasting yet, I'm still kind of learning that, so I don't want to just, I just kind of want to tread lightly and not cause too much uh, negative attention this way as you can see i'm kind of not that great when it comes to transitioning into different topics and uh it's a it's a work in progress so let me uh work with me here and i i, I know i'll get better um ufc oklahoma city what did you guys think of Mario Yamasaki's decision. I kind of feel bad for the guy. Because. I know. A year ago. he Everybody gave him shit. Because he didn't stop the, the Travis Brown fight. He kind of let. Travis Brown. Derek Lewis just brain fucking punches. On, on Travis Brown. After Travis Brown was. Concussed. And. And here, you know, look, he listens. Not completely over yet, but it is under the chin. Now he's going to switch the about lock, to and that's where it's at. So, just watching the fights, I can kind of see where Yamasaki, can with Kieza, his limp, his wrist went limp. And it was a split second. Yeah, it was quick. But it did look, I guess that's where the problem is, it, it was too quick. But it did look like it went limp. And I, once you go limb, it's not like you're going to wake back up if, you know, if they still have the choke in. So, fucking poor Mar. I mean, he's a fucking horrible judge. Let me, uh, referee, I'm sorry. He's a horrible ref. I'm not sticking him up. I just think it's kind of hilarious how he, like, he's literally damned if he does, damned if he don't. Because he's <laughs> going to get shit anyways. And speaking of shit, oh, damn, that transition was perfect. Um. Yeah, I had to call it out. Justin, damn. That's all I'm going to say. Damn. What what else can be said about someone? To, I mean, that's fucking disgusting. But then again, as a grown-up who hasn't lost bowel movement or bowel control ever. Just kidding. Maybe not. I don't know. Oh yes, big news in the uh, in the update of the weight, the number. Um, I am down to three thirty five point two. Um, and the other day it was actually on Sunday morning three thirty four point nine, but I'm gonna take the three thirty five point two. I think that was more of a fluke. But this 335 is okay from 
in the last eight years, specifically um, that I've been doing jujitsu, I've been on trying to fucking get below three, get out of the three hundreds, and well, actively out of. Before that, I wasn't, I wasn't at all concerned of my health. Uh, you know, just sitting in my desk job this job that I that you know like I said before that I blamed for being fat but it wasn't it wasn't the job it was it was me fucking being a lazy asshole and drinking a case of Dr. Peppers a day and you know just living out of the vending machines and going and to McDonald's four days or five days a week and just consistently eating out and and not watching what I ate and I just I just had an epiphany and it was it, the fact that a lot of the bad habits happened when I moved out, moved out and, and started living on my own cuz you know when you when you start living on your own you, you don't have uh well shit I didn't have my mom to cook for me anymore and not that I guess she, you know, she always kind of cooked for us. Not that she was like a maid or anything, but she made dinner and she made sure that everybody had dinner. And if we weren't there when we ate, it, it would be in the fridge and you can just grab it and and have, you know, have a nice fucking day. Grab a Coke and a smile. Rest in peace. Uh, rest in peace. <laughs> rest in peace, Richard Pryor. It was almost a tongue. It was a tongue. It, I did get tongue twisted on that. that shit. I was trying to. Trying to be nice and, and fucking backfired on me. Anyways, so back to what I was saying about you know moving out and living on my own, and, and I I got used to just eating out every day. And my cousin, he was uh he was actually really good. He always cooked for himself, and I mean I could cook for myself. I was just being lazy. I've you know I've always known how to cook and. My rice kind of sucks. I've lost my touch. I'm not, not, never that I had it. It was never perfect. But, well, looks like I'm not going to be cooking that anytime soon anyways. Because um, I'm transitioning right now. Well, because of this. So, for the last eight years... You know, back and forth from 360 to 333. I think the lowest I've been in in the last eight years has been in the 320s. And I don't remember exactly when it was, but I do remember hitting. And I think it was just like 328. And then at this point is always when I fucking balloon back up to about 360. I mean, the last time. Um, was when I went back up to like 385. But, so because of that, I think I'm I'm going to really dedicate, now I'm think, I'm going to dedicate my, my time right now to eating a ketogenic diet. And I'm going to try it out. You know, it, it's, uh, there's a lot of people who have huge success with it. Um, and I think, I've tried a bunch of other things, uh, and besides the fact that I'm not eating meat right now, maybe 
I don't even know. Maybe that's or the alcohol. I think the alcohol. But see, I wasn't a heavy drinker. But I was when I was. If that makes any sense. More of a, I guess you consider it a binger. Anyways, I think I'm. I'm going to give it a real shot and see. What's, I mean, what's the worst that can happen? Well, besides the absolute worst is blowing back up to the 380. I mean, I have to watch myself, but I think, you know, there's things that I know that I kind of eat, and I'm a little, not gluttonous in, but, you know, I, I take in sometimes more than, you know, my favorite Chipotle and, you know, that rice, that cheese, that cheese. Had the extra extra cheese, but you know, in in the keto diet, is cheese ain't so bad for you, but it's because you're not eating that other bad shit and all that grains and and horrible processed foods. And what really got me thinking about doing keto, besides you know the the several podcasts I listen to, is um a guy that is a fan and it follows me and bought a couple geese, bought a couple geese for me and he's had a bunch of success and I'm actually going to have, hopefully have him on soon as a guest and talk to him about his experience. But what he's gone through in, in the last couple months has, has been great. And it's, it's motivated and inspired me to, to try this and you know what, It's it's an it's an avenue I can try, um, so let's let's see what uh, what the outcome goes and how it goes. I kind of slyly told my wife tonight that yeah we we're gonna start doing keto, at least me. She looks at me like what am I have to fucking buy now? <laughs> and who else? Oh, I have a coworker, and uh, we've been talking the last couple of days of about keto and, and bulletproof coffee and and what her experience or she was she was actually afraid of uh of the MCT oil cuz you know some people have had some uh bad experiences with MCT oil and putting too much oh, but I felt good talking to her about it because it it's all the all the podcasts I listen to and stuff it's it's knowledge that or information, not even knowledge, because I can't say I, I take much away from things. I listen to things and I take tidbits. So information I get from different podcasts and you know, just collecting all this this information from this podcast and you know, Rogan and uh Schwab's and, and everybody else's, you know, uh Coco's and as in Joey Coco, not Ice T's wife. But if she had a podcast, I'd probably listen to that too. But I was excited because I was like, oh, well, this is something that, not that I know about, but I know I can I can point you in the right direction. So I kind of sent her an email with um, with a couple conversations of uh, uh, Schwab and, and Rogan about him being the keto kid and, and a couple of Rogan's podcasts, some other podcast links. And I was like, oh, but listen to this. And, and so she's like, she... She thanked me. Um, and I thought, you know, I, I like I said, I, I thought it was cool because I was like, oh, well, shit. I know 
it's talking about diet and especially i guess it's a lot easier for somebody or it might be easier for somebody who who is fit but man it's so hard as a person who's overweight to talk to somebody about their diet unless you're really comfortable around that person and it's fucking brutal and i know and yeah we brought this upon ourselves yeah yeah blah blah, blah. yes true or i'm the master of my own destiny blah yada yada i'm a fat piece of shit because that's what i did myself i understand but it still kind of fucking sucks you know but my goal is by episode 11 i can tell you guys well at least i'm keto adaptive right now i'm you know losing some of that inflammation we shall see. It's a week. Sometimes they take about four or five days. So I don't know. We'll see. This uh, this weekend, uh, this past weekend on Friday, I got home and uh, well, our uh, our baby's crib got here. I believe it was Wednesday night last week, and my wife wanted me to. I she kind of hinted to was like, "Well, you you want to put it together today?" And I was like. No, not 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 really. Um, and uh, I like to even the all wood furniture. I kind of like to glue as I'm putting together. Um, I I kind of a big fan of carpentry, and and lately I've actually gone this down this rabbit hole of of watching people build stuff uh, and just woodworking projects, and it's so fun amazing and i want to something i want to do and but it's just so there's so something some tools are so fucking expensive that i don't want to buy and the friends that i do have that will allow me to use their tools are in orlando so it's kind of stuck between a hard uh, rock and a hard place because i don't want to buy some of these fucking tools and they're gonna let me borrow them or let me use them at the shops and but i gotta be there so she looks at me on Friday night. She goes, so when are you going to build a crib? And I go, I'm going to do it right now. We're going to do this tonight. And uh, I had assembled some. Ooh, that, that shit was loud. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to smack my lips like that. Uh, we had purchased um, a small dresser drawer. And I had assembled a while ago. And we wanted to paint it bright white. And my wife kind of used paint, you know, it's supposed to like an acrylic based paint. It kind of didn't work. And then on top of it, it didn't stick to the surface. So not only did it stick, we were putting chevron um, on or painting chevrons on the front of the cabinets. Some real Pinterest type shit here. I wanted to claim to be like more Bob's Vila, or Bob Vila's This Old House, and it's more like Martha Stewart type shit that I'm doing. So we go to paint the chev or paint, um, stick the, the frog tape, the chevron frog tape on, and as soon as we paint it, we start pulling off the white paint that she had painted underneath the acrylic, peeled right off. So I had promised her that, that uh, this past weekend I was going to make sure the crib was built, 
and paint those drawers again so that we can paint the chevrons on. So it starts. I'm not complaining about doing it. I actually enjoyed it, but it felt it felt like I was being watched and not only watched but critiqued. So I was trying to do everything so nice and good. Make sure she saw what I was doing and paying attention, concentrating. You know, first I had to take off her, the paint that she had painted originally. I kind of sand the the, the, the cabinets, or the, I'm sorry, the dresser drawers. Kind of left them prep so I can paint Saturday. And then Saturday morning I woke up kind of early. I actually was early. It was like 8 o'clock. Um, and for, I'm, for me, I'm... Man, I usually I love to sleep in on Saturdays, and I'm talking about ten thirty. Don't wake me up before ten thirty. But I've been kind of getting better at waking up at a decent time on the weekends. Um, so woke up Saturday. That's what I did. I rode. No, I painted. I took everything outside. I painted the uh, the first coat of all the dresser drawers. Painted them, let that out, set that to dry, rode, came back in an hour later, uh, painted another coat, started doing something else, um, but, you know, oh, that's right, I had to build some, uh, put together uh, some backdrops, um, just some homemade PVC backdrops, so, Made a trip to Home Depot, built that a hundred percent like nesting mode, doing just shit around the house. And I was like, man, I, I really want to do something and build something, you know that that that's uh, that I'm gonna use. And so I started looking at those uh, cutting board videos on online and seeing uh, just all these different type of dudes who do crazy stuff with cutting boards and just custom cutting and I'm like man I daydreaming to you know want to do that one day the only problem is I still got a, a guitar that I've, I haven't played two chords I can play one chord and I can almost move to a second chord um but don't ask me to do it any at, quick at all I can't I will not follow I cannot follow metronome and I am horrible. I'm, I really want to learn how to play guitar. If anybody has any tips, please. I actually I bought I um, bought that game Rocksmith on PS3 to because it's actually it's not like Guitar Hero. It's a, a, a controller guitar. This actually uses an electric electric guitar. Bam, quarter inch goes to USB, picks up. The, you know your PlayStation works as an amp, taking the, the detecting what note you play. If you play it right, you play what chord you play. So it's supposed to be really good when you use it. And I haven't used it. I don't. I don't have. If I want to dedicate my time to turn on the PlayStation, it's not going to be the guitar game. But it probably should be because I went ahead and the other day I. Started up the PlayStation. Wanted to play some Battlefield. And let me tell you. 
I am horrible. I used to be decent and not necessarily ever good. Top third, typically. And, and you know, in KD ratios and back in the day when we were playing Black Ops and that's really when I got really good when Black Ops came out. We were playing we would leave work. There was a group of us at work and I had some other friends that worked somewhere else and we would all leave work, get on by about seven o'clock and play well, I would get off at two. Some of these other assholes would play until like four. So needless to say, that time I was I got pretty decent. And I learned fast how that is a very diminishing skill. I felt like a fucking old man. Oh shit, everything is so fast. What the fuck? Where did that person shoot me from? I don't even see them. So I guess I am uh no longer gonna be playing first person shooters. I'm gonna be dedicating well, I want to say dedicating time to playing games like Fallout that I have. Um, but I don't play. I just, I don't have the time between trying to, you know, raise a kid. You know, run a business, work 40 hours at minimum. Spend time with the wife, work out. It's, you know, who said it best? Henner Gracie said it best. Was it Henner? I believe it was Henner. And now I don't know if it was Henry or Hedon. Anyways, and it, it, it was something to the fact about not having time and to people who have uh, excuses about no time. Uh, he simply said, you have just stop doing something else. And it, it, it's such an easy concept. And it's like, well, if you want to make time for this, you got to stop doing something else, something else. So right now, those are backburner projects. Hopefully, they come to fruition soon. I see how to balance more. Man, I think a lot of it relies on when I start moving, when I move back to, to Orlando. How I feel, I really do feel like it. it's kind of weird because I know I'm going to be driving a little bit more. Because right now, I'm fucking lucky. I drive a mile 1.3 miles, and no, I do not ride my bike, you can, uh, or walk to work, fuck that, it is a thousand percent humidity in Florida, and it's 120 fucking degrees, that shit ain't fucking happening, I would need a bath as soon as I got to work, and a change of clothes, the humidity is ridiculous here, guys, and riding the bike's not an option either, because, I, you know, sometimes I gotta... Drop off the kid, pick up the kid, don't know. So, kind of always have to have a car with me. But see, I make time to work out. So I don't need, I mean, I guess I could do more accessory stuff when, you know, a pickup game here or whatever, if I have time or as an activity. But to say that I don't make time to work out, I do. And so that's why I don't feel I have to, to try to walk to work or I have to try to ride my bike to work. You know, I just thought about it. My timeline's kind of off because Saturday, I just had to correct myself because I didn't row in the morning. I rode at night. Uh, yeah, because I was watching. That's why I was watching the fights when I was rowing. 
and I had to move because I've taken, I usually have my rower in the garage and I just, at night, just row in there. And, but lately it's, you know, it's not, it's daylight until 8.30, 9 o'clock, 8.30 at least, if not later. So I'm, shit, I'll just put the the rower in the lanai and, and look out into the distance. And man, it's, I kind of, there's no, the, the reason I'm actually doing it is because I want to kind of miss the view when we move back up to uh, Orlando. It's, I, I got to say, I, you know, I lucked out and I do have a beautiful view. So, so any chance I get lately, I, oh, well, I'm going to go take the rower outside and, and row either in the sunset or during the day. And sunset's not too bad. At high noon or between noon and five, rowing outside is murder. And just like, you know, you're getting uh, two for one days in county. When you're rowing outside in the sun, when it's high noon, between, you know, between noon and five o'clock, you... uh, you deserve to, you know, <laughs> cut your time in half or get, you know, count twice the distance because it's so brutal. But uh, I actually did that a couple weeks ago and I, I, I was sit, rowing on the lanai and I had my Ray-Bans on because it was just bright, um, sitting, soaking up some vitamin D and I looked like fucking asshole just <laughs> sitting there stationary rowing. <laughs> with sunglasses on as you hear the wind go <laughs> so luckily you know I did all that I had to do on a Saturday or Saturday, yeah Saturday and then Sunday I said I'm not gonna you know paint or paint uh, put the uh, chevron tape on the uh, the drawers I'm gonna let it cure for another day or at least another 24 hours well not it didn't even cure for tw- I'm gonna let it cure for these 24 hours really and I won't touch them, and I'll work on them on Monday night. So then we went to church, and uh, we, I, I gotta say this, I I think it's, I don't know if my, my pastor is, and I'm, as soon as I thought about this about him, I was like, oh shit, a lot of them did this, and it's, I don't know if they they, they want to be pastors or they want to be stand-ups or vice versa or because they're good at scripture, they can kind of, you know, they're good at jokes. But, but this this pastor, he busts out jokes and, and he waits for applause like a stand-up. So anyway, we go. So we go to church on Sunday. Uriah goes to his the little kid section. We get out and uh, it's about... 11, 11.30, and my wife's like, well, let's go to eat. Um, and my son's favorite place to go eat is Olive Garden. I think I said that before. He loves Olive Garden, and I'm like, fuck, because Olive Garden got them delicious breadsticks. Man, if you don't like Olive Garden breadsticks, you can't be my friend. So we go, and I... I got my standard meal at uh at Olive Garden is uh is the salmon, the grilled salmon and broccoli. 
And usually I stuff my face with like three breadsticks. This time made it out with just one. I (laughs) I really tried so fucking hard. But I gave in. I was weak. I gotta say. It was fucking tempting. And um, that on Sunday, the breadstick won. See, that's another thing. How my fucking brain is so fucking dumb. And so if I go there and I know I'm doing keto, I won't grab a breadstick. But if I know I'm kind of not, you know, wishy washy, just kind of watching what I eat and making sure. You know, I'm eating very clean meals. I'll steal a breadstick or two or three. But, I, you know, because like I said, I've juiced before and we've gone there. Hell, I juiced when fucking there was a pizza party around me. And fucking pizza's pizza. I mean, if you don't, everybody loves pizza. You know, even bad pizza's still good. Unless you get a, yo, <laughs> This one fucking time, actually, I did have had horrible fucking shit pizza. This one fucking time at my previous job, the these fucking chicks order 15 dudes, three extra large, they're about 20, 20 inch or 22 inch. Fucking veggie pizzas. It was literally pizza sauce, uh, broccoli, squash, uh, what else? And just shit like that. Mushrooms, tomatoes, very little fucking cheese. It was, it was the only pizza I've ever had one bite and thrown away. That fucking abomination of a pizza. So yeah, when I know I'm doing this and I have to stay away from that, I can I can stay strong and but when I'm like, oh, I'm kinda I kinda can stay away or I can kinda cheat and, and have it typically I will cheat. So on a, but on my way to Starbucks, we see um there's Starbucks. Fuck. My brain's switching stories. On our way to Olive Garden, we see uh, this old dude on a on a slingshot, and uh, Polaris slingshot is the motorcycle with or the tricycle with two front wheels, a single rear wheel, and two two front seats or two seats, uh, you know, driver and passenger. And Uriah goes, "Oh, look at that!" So I go, and I look. I, and I see that um, it had a, an advertising on it, uh, an ad for a website and the phone number. So I tell my wife, hey, call it real quick or go to the website. Yeah, so the website is Slingshot Rentals or SlingshotRentalNaples.com. The guy's name is Sebastian. He's a really cool guy. Call him up, or, you know, around noon on, on Sunday. I said, hey, do you have any? And he goes, yeah, come on down right now. I got you. You know how to drive stick? I go, yeah. I go, but man, I'm not gonna make it from Fort Myers to to Naples in 45 minutes. But give me like two hours, I'll be down there. We rented it for two hours, and Uriah said the damdest thing, and I want you guys to hear it because it was hilarious. 
thing. If you were watching this earlier, good for you. <laughs> if you were watching this earlier, good for you. He's a trip. He says some of the funniest things sometimes. He did some uh, Facebook Live videos. And uh, he was... At first, I go, oh, you're on Facebook Live. And he goes, oh, I've already been on Facebook Live when I was at Capoeira. So then I did a subsequent live video. And, <laughs> and this little khaki kid goes, if you were watching this earlier, good for you. And if you saw the pictures, good for you. And that... it. Let me tell you, those... Slingshots, don't ever fucking buy one. I would never buy one. I'd rent it again and drive it around. It's, uh, it's kind of cool to drive. It's uh, fucking hot, though. And you know, just like a motorcycle, you're basically sitting on the motor. Well, really, the transmission's right in front of you because the way this one's built. But So you got the motor. You have no AC. It, it was 100 degrees on... On Sunday morning or Sunday afternoon. And I forgot that, you know, they obviously have no top. And I kind of, we kind of made sure Uriah had a hat on. Yeah, I think he had a sprinkle of, of some sunblock. And I went, no sunblock. And originally had a hat with Uriah, but every time I was driving, the air was pricking up the hat. And I knew it was just going to leave my head. I have no hair to kind of keep the friction there and keep the hat on. I don't know why I thought it, they would drive, you know, like you're sitting on an R1 or or an oh, CBR929. Oh, those are badass bitches. I wanted one of those so bad. Now, the cool factor, I mean, not necessarily cool, but it's so different that everybody just looks at you. Everybody and Uriah kind of got embarrassed a couple of times. He's like, "What? What are people looking for?" Try to kind of explain that, you know, this this type of vehicle. Not not everybody people, not everybody sees every day, so it's kind of weird to them, and, and it stands out. So they kind of have to see who's driving. And so I tell him, you know, what they look at you, just wave. He did not wave. Certain times when my son's very, very, very shy, and Sunday happened to be one of them. You know, I look at I look at my son and. The other day I was, uh, on Monday I was reprimanding him for something. And as I'm kind of talking to him about what he did, his behavior, the thought popped in my head was like, oh shit. I vividly remember having the same conversation with my father. Fuck. I go, and that felt like two weeks ago. I go, I think about how fast you know where I'm at like Uriah was just a baby not too long ago and now he's seven years old kind of sometimes talking back little smart mouth little kid but you know I love him to death but I'm just like damn he stopped growing and I guess as most parents see that afterwards when you know when your kids already grown up or, or as they're growing up you realize how fast and how and how sometimes how it feels how little time you get to spend with the, you know with your kid and that's kind of another reason why i started to, trying to wake up early on the weekends because man my son this little guy you can put him to bed at midnight friday night and this sucker would be op uh, open 
He would be up wide awake at 6.30 in the morning. And his last two weekends, he's actually kind of stayed in bed to about 7.45, which is praising him. But most weekends, man, he's up before 6. Hell, one day last week, he was up at 4.30 in the morning. He was reading in the living room. Like, if he was reading the fucking paper, he was reading a Boy's Life magazine in, 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 in the living room. Like, <laughs> like the, this is the thing for him to do. Well, Fat Leets, um, I'm going to call it. That's the podcast. Um, go ahead and uh, give me, or if you can, follow me on Twitter, at FatBoyJujitsu. Give me a follow on IG as well, FatBoyBJJ. The website is at www.fatboybjj.com. I even get, still get confused. The company's three, three and a half years, or not even three and a half, but three years old. Oh, no, it's going to be. Holy shit, I didn't even realize it. Next month, July 27th, Fatboy Jiu-Jitsu will celebrate four years. Four years old doing the damn thing. You know, started off as just a t-shirt company. Transitioned to the, a gi company that never fucking has gis because they're always <laughs> in the process of being made. And to those lucky guys that have gis, they have gis. Sorry, guys. I'm working on a set right now. But in, in transition to, you know, a gi company with a podcast as well. And in four years, let's... uh. What can we set up for next year? What, how how can I grow from here? Um, and grows in the company not hopefully. Hopefully I will be shrinking, but hopefully the company will be growing. Um, so that's the podcast, y'all. Thank you very much. Much love, guys. Thank you for listening to the Fat Boy Podcast. Have a nice day.